Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. This is going awry. Okay. It's very spooky. Uh, is this room haunted? It's haunted. Oh, my God. Oh, and a spooky <laughs> cup. Am I just my yeah. shirt? Look. Oh, my God, that's so fun. Wait, I'll show you my socks, too. <laughs> oh, I we love are, it. We are Halloweening on 10 today. We are. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to cheers to start off our episode cheers. here. Hey. And then a virtual cheers. cheers. Virtual cheers, ladies. We start off every Team Tequila Talks with a cheers. Mm. Mm. Your host, Cassandra Gina Mel, and Sharon Gonzalez, and our special guest, Nicole Arbor. Hello. Hi. She's <laughs> got the Arbor effect. Coming up pretty soon, which I think we're going to get to in a minute. But um, we are drinking a spooky margarita. It's officially called a Muerta de la Negra. Did you just make that up? Nope. That is the official drink for a charcoal activated margarita. Okay. It is actually. Oh, wow. (laughs) I I mean, it sounds like I made it up. That's really (laughs) fancy. I dig it. But I didn't make it up. Well, you could have taken credit. It's probably on the internet somewhere. It wasn't on the internet. But um, we're boozing with benefits with the activated charcoal. Mm Because right now, I think Halloween officially kicks off holiday season. It does. And I feel like we're going to be needing to detox, retox, detox quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So I thought, (laughs) what if we do a little boozing with benefits type margarita where it's removing toxins as you put it in. But we've got our orange and black. We've got our tahini rim. Mm -hmm. We've got a dehydrated blood orange as a garnish. And we've got our activated charcoal with Mm. our, with, it's actually very simple. It's very simple. It's lime juice, orange juice, dash of agave or to taste. Mm -hmm. It's a dash for us. Dash for us. Uh, And tequila with a little bit of a, you know, a little orange spicy tahini situation Mm -hmm. as as like a little aromatic kicker. Yeah. And we used an activated charcoal pill. So we just popped it in there. Super easy. With the powder, stirred it up. We're like geniuses over here. Yeah. That is so fancy. You guys are geniuses. I'm like, wow. The reason I like this is because it's not, it looks fancy. It looks very decorative and Halloween appropriate and all this stuff, but it actually was so simple to make. It took us two seconds. And some of the drinks that we make on this podcast are not simple. They're not. They're not. And yeah. sometimes we go on deep dives and we have to do test runs and homework and divide up the responsibilities to make one freaking cocktail. Yeah. This. Oh my gosh. I know. It's not the case. This is just like citrus tequila Dash of agave and the the charcoal. The charcoal. Does yeah, it wait, make your mouth d- black? No, I know activated charcoal actually oh. whitens your teeth. It's it a benefit. Uh, I know. I remember that trending on like Instagram a couple of years ago. Remember okay. all the activated yeah, yeah, yeah. charcoal, and then it's not like red wine that stains your teeth. It's people think it would. I think I guess I guess that's an honest question because red wine stains your teeth. It does. Yeah. Activated charcoal, and they have those charcoal wipes that when you do eat, drink red wine, you can like rub it on your teeth like that. And it removes the red stain if you're out at dinner or something like that. Yeah. There we're is- doing alcohol science right now. I freaking love this. You know, <laughs> we love to do on Team Tequila Talks. I think we're a little bit, we're a lot tequila, a little bit nutrition, and a little bit scientist. Yeah. Ooh. I, wait, and what are you drinking today? Because I see, I know Bathy you ain't got sci- no water. I, I don't today. I got yeah. my booze what and booze? Uh, Casamigo booze. with love. some San Pellegrino and ginger 
and like ginger juice and then some orange juice and it's really really good oh. so it's probably pretty orange it's Halloween pretty appropriate. orange right? is. or is it like orange oh. tinted oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and it's he- it's heating up that gut with the ginger I love it we love some ginger over here for all that ginger it's really good for your digestion which if you are boozing quite a bit <laughs> b-o-o-s ing if you are boozing just a little bit in October or spooky season which you love Halloween and you're I probably love it. like my favorite out all the time, then the ginger's going <laughs> to help prep your gut for maybe some extra holiday cocktails. Yes. This is perfect. The fusion of health and prepping yourself for partying, that, that is amazing. I love it so I much. Because I feel like you know you're going to drink, so you might as well do it educatively. You just word? made that word out. No, nope, educatively. I think you, I think you invented you it. Don't make up a word. Educatively. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, but yeah, hey, if Miriam like can make educated. up words, so can you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Educatively. Nope, that's, that's oh awesome. my god. It is a word. No, it's not. It is an adverb. Educatively. Urban dictionary doesn't count. Comparative. Urban doesn't comparative count. more educatively superlative most educatively in a manner that is educated. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I probably I need to be in Mensa. That's what I probably I should be. No, I, I don't probably... know. Just I do the like... test. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's one way to find out, Cherry. <laughs> there's one way to find out. Well, we're going to go over, like, we're going to get into yes. the, like, really fun. I want to hear all about your Halloween stories and yes. your fun stuff, but we like to uh, give everybody a little bit of edumacation. Is that a is That, that a is not a word. I know it is. Educatively is a word, people. It might be on your SATs or ACTs, or I don't know. Use it at a fancy party. But Nicole Arbor is Hi. a dancer, choreographer, actress, comedian, singer, host. Would you call yourself an influencer or just all around creative content creator? I'm a comedian. That's, and a comedian. That's my thing. Okay. Comedian is just, my main thing. Give me and I make music. Main- Oh, yeah. Okay. See, I was just going to say multi-hyphenate. Multi-hyphenate. But she's multi-hyphenate. Hyphenate. I appreciate that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're more than a triple I'm threat. A you're like a... Uh, yeah. Sept threat. Sept threat? Sept is seven. Sept is seven. And six is... Sex is six. Like a sexagon. I feel like you're a sex threat. I'm not a sex threat. I don't know how to feel about it. I kind of like it. I kind of feel like I'm going to get arrested. I don't know. I don't know. You know, towing that fine line is what life's about. Yeah. Concur. Okay. She says she's, you are a multi-threat. Multi-threat. And she is a comedian. Okay. I like it. I dig it. I love it. I dig it. But really quickly, hit me with the charcoal knowledge, Sherry. Well, activated charcoal has been treated with oxygen at very high temperatures to make it more porous. Basically, it does not process in your gut. So what it does is it removes toxins. Like most most things process in your gut, this kind of trails down and removes all Mm -hmm. the toxins you give into your body, which on a daily basis can come from anywhere from pollution. It's not just alcohol. No, it's not. It is pollution. It could be from your air freshener that you're breathing in all day that contains toxins. Your little diffuser. Well, it's your free radicals too. If you're walking around on the street, especially living in a big city, you're inhaling all of that smog and pollution and that can be anywhere from the trucks that are driving around to the trash that was left out a little bit too long to the cigarettes and stuff that people are smoking as you're walking by. It can be a variety of things. It's not just it, – it, it, the toxins also can be from junk food, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, And that you're putting directly into your body, all of those chemicals. If you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't be eating it anyway. Yeah. But the charcoal is going to help removing, removing, remove it from your body. Yes. And it, um, for like, if you're gassy, 
you can take some activated cart, you know, so flatulence, that's a word. That's a word. Flatulence is a word. Um, and also word. lowers cholesterol levers, levels and improves kidney function. And it helps whiten your teeth, filters your water, and even cures hangovers, which is thus the reason why we have it in this cocktail. Truth. Um, I feel like if you take a charcoal before bed, if you are drinking or you are eating like stadium food or whatever, and you're just mm. stepping outside of your regular routine and maybe you're exposed to some extra toxins, if you take charcoal before bed, you wake up and you feel a lot better than you probably would otherwise. Totally. And the thing about charcoal too is it doesn't just absorb the bad stuff. It can absorb other things like supplements. So you got to be really careful. You can't. Yeah. Take a bunch of expensive supplements because we know they're not cheap. With charcoal. You can't take them with charcoal. Because it removes. You need a two-hour mm -hmm. window. Yes, and especially if you have doctor-prescribed medication, check with your doctor because you cannot take this with certain medicines. You know what it I won't love absorb. to say? Don't take our medical advice here, ever. <laughs> hey. But wait, I have one, one main point that I think the world did not know this about activated charcoal. When I read it, I was like, I had to Google what this was. It reduces symptoms of fish odor syndrome. That's a thing. Fish odor syndrome is a thing. It is called trimethylamine, TMA. Oh, that's, is that after you eat fish and it stays in you? Well, no. So apparently, so, so TMA is a compound that smells like rotting fish and it accumulates in your body over time. We have an enzyme that naturally breaks down. We're all born with it as humans. Some humans are not born, born with this enzyme. So they have to take oh. activated charcoal in their drinks when they're eating or when they're out or when they're sweating so they don't smell like fish. So then I went deep dove into trichinosis, which is that vaginal bacteria that smells like fish. I thought yes. that's where you pull out your eyelashes. No. That's what happens when, trick vaginal. is what happens when you sleep with soccer players, I've heard. <laughs> No, seriously, like actually, it's like, really? it's like the European soccer player. Oh, Whoops. I could see. Why specifically yeah. European soccer players? Is this like, a, are we getting really dirty? Is this like a circumcision thing? Is this like, what I, I don't know. I'm asking. Well, it's a bacteria that men give to women. It lives on their penis. They can't smell it. It does nothing to them, but it makes you smell yeah. like rotten fish. Of Your course. badge smells of like course. rotten fish. And it, the body lacks, lacks the enzyme. So when you, so the doctors prescribe you activated charcoal to drink twice daily because okay. it helps remove access the enzyme basically so if you got a smelly badge i'm I never going to be able to unhear this anytime i see someone drinking charcoal i'm going to wonder <laughs> I'm gonna only wonder. in europe only in europe only in yeah, europe i'm like, gonna have to google I in, this i was in the uk and like the girls kept making jokes like watch out for the soccer players are going to smell like dirty fish and i'm like what does that even mean and then eventually they told me and they were like yeah trick and then like or trake is that trick, a trick? Trick, trick, trick and myonosis. I feel and, like trichinosis is where yeah, you it's pull called, out your hair, your nope, eyelashes, that's the other and your one. eyebrows. That's the other one. Hold on. Whatever it was, they kept bringing it up and it was like, they kept like, oh, you get the trick from them. And I'm like, well, what is that? And then <laughs> the they told trick. me to like, you'll walk around smelling like a seafood buffet. And I was like, that's oh. disgusting. But now all the ladies from the UK listening activated so charcoal. I thought like it's yeah. you're saying the trick and I'm the I would I would have thought like Sorry, oh teach me a cool soccer trick like Wait. how to do something with a, with a ball and like my blah, blah, elbow blah, blah, or something. Blah, blah, yeah yeah okay, off the side called, of the head. I think it's the, the slang is bacteria vaginosis. Oh that's just like that's the BB. foul that's like a bacterial foul smelling infection. fishy vaginal odor and then the science is like trick blah blah yeah, you see that even when you go to the feminine aisle of the, of CVS or whatever, next to the tampons, there's there's like yeah. bacterial vaginosis 
supplements and stuff. Yes. There, wow, there should we're, be we're really getting into the charcoal. stuff right now. We huh? are, I didn't called... mean to deep dive into the vag, ladies <laughs> no, and but sorry. Look, look, we need to take care of the vag. It takes a beating, so we should give it good things. It's, Only it's if you're lucky. Only yeah. if you're lucky. <laughs> Damn, girl, you are so right. <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Trichomoniasis is go. the actual name of it. Trichomoniasis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But there we go. Wait, so is this smelly fish only out of your lady bits or yes. is it also out of your pores? It, so what I talked about is actual condition called TAM. That's out of your pores. So whenever you sweat, you're going to smell like fish under your armpits, anywhere you sweat. Oh, okay. But bacterial vaginosis is in your vag and there's nothing you can do to get rid of it. Like I was reading and you can oh, like, you, the moment you pee, you smell something and you're like, that's not a normal odor. And they... You can home remedy do char- activated charcoal or get it's like a parasite. It's something weird. I don't know. It's a like don't stick it in, ladies. Don't like put activated charcoal up there. You're gonna take no. it a different way. Yeah, no. and I just keep thinking like you're gonna smell like fish, and suddenly Aquaman's gonna show up because that's attractive to him. <laughs> I have weird fantasies that made us like intertwine. This Ooh, is my brain. You're talking I'm about like, well, Jason Momoa, Aquaman, not oh, the like obviously. old school cartoon. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then we want him to show up in our dreams, don't yeah. we, ladies? It's I like, mean... well, at least if you're sweating and you smell like fish, Aquaman might be like, "Sup, girl." And you're I'll be like, "Hey, <laughs> you're attracting Jason Momoa." I love this. He's gonna yeah. love this. <laughs> Bitch, you crustacean. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, siren! No, I mean, no, there's a siren. <laughs> it's Jason Momoa. So we've had some funny things happen in this room this morning, like shit's spilling over and things are breaking and we're like did we bring this upon ourselves because we ghosts? decided to talk about halloween or is this a haunted ghosts. room <laughs> wait it was ghosts and so it when the siren just went ghosts. off i had a moment i know i thought it was a fire alarm i'm i ooh, maybe i'm on edge you're a little jumpy I, you're a little jumpy i'm generally you need not to a finish your cocktail person. girl <laughs> i know you need some more um anti-trichonotrichonomniamonosis <laughs> but wait nicole tell us about your love of the Halloweenies. Yes. I love all things Halloween. Okay. I've kind of told you guys a little bit before. I'm not sure if everybody saw my socks at the beginning. Bam. Boom. I wear them every different ones, not the same ones every day. I finally decided this year to go all in and I've been wearing solid black since October 1st. Not a single color to me. Um, like just full in. I'm like a it. Halloween ninja. I went to Salem finally for the haunted happenings i went on the ghost oh, tours so cool. and they're creepy af and i was scared to take photos because i thought i might take something home with me like i thought mm-hmm. like a spirit might get in there that's, and it's the strangest that's a true thing. thing though yeah. that's a true thing you can it is a you true can thing go into some place and you have to clean the sage yourself when you get home because you can bring them back oh i was saging myself every day when we went to like back to the airbnb and in my airbnb there's like the house rules on the door And it's like, you know, no smoking indoors, no whatever, all the normal stuff. And then it's like, absolutely no seances, Ouija boards, conjuring. (laughs) And they meant it. They're like, this is our home. Don't bring spirits in. And I was like, oh, yeah. But they meant it. I will say on the flip side of that, just, you know, like not so ever. So we're not just too wrapped up in the spooky stuff and, and, and bad spirits. When you take a photo and you have you ever seen those little orbs Orbs? and it looks like the light is catching the lens weird Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's that's an angel that's a positive spirit just kind of like i get those all the time hey not saying that spirits that would come with you are necessarily bad but like salem has stuff all it's everywhere and you can feel it you can walk into the different places and be like oh tingly so this is like an adult salem you did the adult salem where it's like spooky well i did all of it so 
Salem, Massachusetts turns their whole city into Halloween town for all of October. It's called Haunted Happenings. People walk through the city with witch hats on, like they do at Disney with the messiers and stuff. There's tons of all like different spiritual shops and magic shops and tours and all sorts of stuff. You can do the witch trial tours. You can do everything. It's really cool. It's really fun. Did you know that's where pirates came in? Yes. In America? I've been to Salem, but not on Halloween. Okay. Okay. I didn't know pirates. Also, I went as a child. My mom okay. loved a fucking road trip when I was a kid. And I think it's actually one of the reasons why like, I, I get antsy being in a car longer than, mm-hmm. you know, an hour and a half. Right. I, I can maybe make it about You think you're about hours. to be forced to look at random things. Oh, man. Like, yeah. I have a really hard time with road trips. Like, when people tell me that they're driving somewhere and it's far, I'm like, why? You know that you don't have to do that, right? Like, you know there's a better way. But I, I, used to, I used to do road trips all the time as a kid. Do not disturb, Sharon. Magic. Do not disturb. It's magic. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. It is magic. It's <laughs> the orbs. The orbs are trying to be part of the show. Yeah, it yeah. would have been creepy if you were like, my phone is on. Do not disturb. I know. <laughs> I just went with it. Creep me out a little bit. So I went on all these road trips as a kid, and we went to one of the. We did a whole like New Englandy thing, and we stopped in Salem because my mom, same as you, was like, "We're gonna go." check out some witchy shit. Right. But I did the kid version. So, but oh, I, I found out that the, they have a pirate museum there. It, I was like, why is there pirate stuff everywhere? Like as well, there's so much witch stuff, but there's so much pirate stuff. I'm like, yeah. what's with the pirates? And they're like, oh, this is where the pirates came to America yeah. to try and invade. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. So it's so really haunted. There's pirate ghosts running around yeah. too. I was like, doubly in Salem. Doubly haunted. Juju. Yeah. I mean, I just watched yeah. Hocus Pocus too, and obviously Salem. Love. So did Hocus I. Hocus Pocus. Oh, I went to the witch house. I went to all the Hocus Pocus gonna, places. I was gonna mm-hmm. ask. Did you see I the, the see potion? The, the, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. I don't think it's real. I think it was a prop. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I just feel like every. I want to believe it's real because they need to have a higher power directing them for their spells. That's what makes witches. Yeah, the book is the higher power. The book is the the real one pulling the strings. He turns the pages for you to the exact. You're talking about this specific book in Hocus Pocus. The book, yeah, but but with the one eye. There are yes, I know, but I, of it. But are you saying that this book must exist for fictional witches? No, or are you saying it has witches to be in general. <laughs> no, have I'm to have like a guidebook. Witches in general need a guidebook. Yes. I yes, I don't think. You, well, they have YouTube videos now. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But, but and can, witch talk, you can pass yeah. along the knowledge. I, I have a book that's like. Listen, it's like, you know me, I'm, I'm happy as fuck, but I have like all of my, here's a, here's a tea to help with this. And here is a, you know, meditation practice to help with this. And here's how to like work with your Oracle cards. It's like, it's, it's very, it's, I'd say it's witch light, Okay. you know, um, it's very like modern witchy, but all of that knowledge comes from somewhere, right? You're, when you use certain herbs in mm-hmm. a tea or in a supplement it comes from somewhere it's because mm-hmm. somebody figured it out hundreds of years ago totally. well, i mean well, that's they, what happened is these witches were the ladies that figured out the herbs and they figured yeah. out how to use the earth and how to use essential oils to help people that were ill and that that's actually who they were exactly so they were, really, you they, are witch light yeah well, well they got turned I, I remember this remember the salem witch trials and all mm-hmm. that stuff i think and men were the judge and jury at that time for those women, because I think when women are anything other than like just baby pushers and chefs and, you know, child rearing. And when we, we, 
when we release our magic, I think sometimes maybe at that time in that era, it was, it just must've seemed like what that they're witches. It was like the only word they could. What do you mean of. at that time? It yeah, still know, comes up. Right? They just have different words for us now. And that's yeah. true. There's they replaced that the, W with the w a, B. To a B. Yes, no, which yeah, is bitches. Totally. But the thing that I don't understand either is, you know, you've got these people figuring out how to use mother earth's gifts, right? We're talking yeah. about herbs and plants and, and natural remedies. And then you got fucking Thaddeus over here being like, no, I'd rather die. <laughs> Get away with me with your witchcraft and wizardry. Like, <laughs> like who thought of that like progression? I mean, it was really almost like the, not the beginning of modern medicine, but the beginning of, you know, the trial and error, the process that went with medicine. I mean, we watched this show the other day and they're like, this is going to be the first C-section. And like everybody died. It didn't yeah, work. Didn't work. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a trial and error. This was like in, in the early 1900s. I mean, in, thank God we were born when we were born because you don't want to be the guinea pig for a C-section with like no medicine. No, nope. no, thanks. No, nope. well, not at all. You girls seem like you would be like essential oil and natural remedy type ladies. Oh, I used we to are, make my yeah. own deodorant. Oh, I, okay. we are those people. You are dead okay. on spot on. I used to make, I, we were into all the health. I love a good essential oil mix. I used to make my own deodorant because I had read like in 2011 that how toxic deodorant is. Now that's kind of been debunked a little bit with the aluminum and how it moves to your body and it's all that stuff. It's still pretty bad though. Cause they I'm, have biopsied breast cancer tumors and lymphatic mm-hmm. Tumors and they have found aluminum. I know, but they don't know it. But they don't know if you can. It could be aluminum cans if you drink a lot. And some of those women did drink a lot Mm. of Dr. Peppers from cans. It it could be your aluminum skillet that you're using. It Mm. so they said we cannot specifically say it's deodorant because it's in your blood everywhere. It's just not in. I also question who paid for that study. I'm in. I'm in that version now oh, i switched to natural deodorant a month ago yeah good. it was quite a thing to the switch and i had to a lot of them are so bad and it was they're like so, gross, so being bad. like sweaty and gross because you, you get wet now you get wet you know yeah, you, you get know, wet you, you get wet because they don't have the antiperspirant in it Correct. but what i used to use in my deodorant i used to use arrowroot powder some activated charcoal sometimes for for the just because basically you smell because of bacteria sitting under your arm and you're sweating. Yeah. So this the is activated a different type of bacteria, <laughs> not the yeah. bacteria, not the European soccer dick bacteria. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, we are those people. Cassandra loves all the we love the woo 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 yeah. of life. You uh, know, it okay, works so it does. Like, no, it does work. I for okay. I just did a post about this yesterday. But I, for a couple of months, the ladies from doTERRA, like women who are absolutely crushing it in doTERRA kept yeah. writing to me and being like, try this, try this, try this. And I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Crazy oil moms. I don't think so. And then I eventually tried it. I tried their products specifically like the blue stick that has uh, menthol in it and stuff. And it worked for nerve pain that I've had for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and then I started trying all their products and I was like, well, holy, uh, I can admit when I'm wrong. I tried not to swear. I don't know what you guys do with your audience. Oh, we swear. Uh, oh, we swear okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like the, oil, the crazy oil moms were right the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. I we felt so sick yesterday. Moms. Yeah. See? Yeah. Are you on that train? Are you, do you work with the oil peoples? No, I, that. I get mine, not that specific brand. Not that brand. I get mine from, I get really pure essential oils from, I usually go to like, there's a shop, like a, the Somali, there's a big Somali population here in LA in Fairfax oh. district. And I go to the store and they like drop, you see it dropping and dripping 
from like a tea tree plant and they have it under like a heat lamp. And so I go non-diluted and it smells amazing in there and they give me what Mm. I need. And they're like, they're like, you know, they're not doctors here. That seems like some Harry Potter shit. I know, but then you smell good. Yeah, it does work though. I have different versions of oils um, and and like infusions and stuff that some are, you're edible. You put them, you know, for motion sickness or for stress or for nausea and you put them under your tongue or you can put them in a tea. And then I have the kind that you definitely should not eat, Yeah, but you can either smell them. I've been learning. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful with which ones. This is why they have the witch books to tell you which ones not to eat. So you don't get sick. I need to buy the witch book. for you. Yes. Don't do that. Yes. <laughs> I, I've even dipped my Palo Santo stick in. He made me like, it's like an anti-anxiety, anti-stress. And he's like, dip your Palo Santo stick in it and then burn it. And oh boy, he made mixed like four types of oils. And he was like, it's going to marry this and the spiritual accent and the soul. And the reason why this stick was blessed and all the good stuff. So I'm like, you know what? And he could tell me anything to be honest. He's old. He's like 90. And I listen to it. Like, yeah. He doesn't care. He's got I, a yeah. lot of books. And I just feel like, I'll listen to you. It could be wrong, but (laughs) I feel better. We need a witch. That's amazing. I mean, I have some. Guys, I have like, to my left, I have candles that were blessed burning right now. I have a ton of oils. My sage is over there. I I like all of it. I'm all up in that. I feel feel different all the time. I feel like women, our parents, the different generations, our grandparents, I feel like women today in our generation we, which is big medicine, big pharma, you know, there's a medication for a cough now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think we've actually gone backwards and even the way we treat our kids where I feel like our parents, like you're sick, penicillin or like go to the doctor and do this immediately. Chop off the limb. Totally. (laughs) And I think now we've actually gone reversed a little bit where we're like, let me see if there's anything else I can do before I go to the big guns Mm -hmm. and let me, and I just feel like it's interesting because they say like everything's cyclical in life, yes. like as the world turns, so does like energy. And if you believe in all that stuff, but I think it's interesting oh, yeah. that most women our age are all doing the same thing. I don't. They are. Well, I not don't all. Know. Not We're all. in a bit of a of a witchy bubble out here on the West Coast. I feel like That's I think true. it depends. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, That's I feel true. like if we went to Idaho, it might we might be singing a different tune. Maybe. No, Yo, I was just in Boise, Idaho. Actually, <laughs> that's where, like, two weeks ago, that's where there was like a big DoTerra uh, retreat, and these ladies that were out there, I swear, like, they're all their own version of like a modern witch. There's this woman, mm-hmm. Karen. She's a genius. She has a page called Pain Free Birth, and she teaches women how we naturally are supposed to give birth. And it's not supposed to be this horrible, traumatic, painful thing. And there's ways to go through it. And she uses essential oils too and different things, both in the air and then on topical on the body. And I'm just like, wow. Wow. I mean, I witnessed a home birth protocols. Yeah. I witnessed a home birth recently and uh, (laughs) it looked painful. And there's hypnobirth that I know was really good. But I I don't know. I I don't know. Her people love it. Two of my really close friends were already subscribed to her stuff and I had no idea. And they were like, Oh my gosh, how do you know her? She helped me. I'm like, really? Yeah. I use, I mean, like I always use different oils and a lot of Chinese medicines and, uh, different roots and extracts. And, you know, we've talked about astragalus before Mm -hmm. here and, I'm all all about the mushroom options too, just to, I'm, I've got a supplement for everything. My medicine cabinet is insane. And I say medicine cabinet, but it's actually mostly supplements and stuff. herbal supplement. Yeah. Yeah, But I always start off with, I mean, I've even got this, um, this one dropper bottle 
It is on. More wait. magic. Oh, More no. Magic. It is God. on. Do not disturb. We just oh, wait, you can't magic. see it. See? The moon's on there. Oh, boy. Did it. Oh, you, you brought boy. some of them Salem bitches Boom. back with you. <laughs> Only the good ones. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I use I use this stuff that is, you know, a blend of astragalus and other things. It's called Feel Better Fast. And I think it's by mm. Earthly. And you just take it when you feel like you're coming down with something or if you might have been somewhere where you were super crowded or somebody was coughing on you or whatever. And mm. it just helps with your immune system, but it also helps with inflammation. And it just, it helps with your uh, vascular health and all of these things. So, I mean, I Love think that. that I like to start with those. And if it doesn't work, I will definitely be like, all right, fine. Give me the Advil. Yeah, totally. But I always start with the witchy stuff first. Well, it's, I was reading this article about the importance of drinking two liters of water on a flight time of more than four hours or more and why people feel so groggy even after a 45 minute flight. And it was like this long, deep thing about altitude dehydration. If most people walk around dehydrated all every day, all day, they just don't know it, but yeah, they were. And so it was saying when you go in that level of high altitude, your intestines, you know, they're the peristaltic contraction that, that, you know, moves the poo down. It actually kind of <laughs> gets like this with the, um, it doesn't do this. It goes like this. So you're supposed to drink at least two liters of water. Well, traveler's constipation is a real thing. Cause people don't drink enough water. That makes sense. Guys, we're solving everything right now. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like I got to tell you guys a little thing. Um, well, it's not even little. So this most people who know what I do for a living might not know that I spent most of my twenties disabled after a bad car accident and I couldn't do anything for about eight years. I was in such severe chronic pain and like full on disability laid on the ground for most of those eight years. And I wasn't supposed to get better, got disability for life. And then it was the natural stuff. I said, no, thank you to the doctors after it just didn't work for all those years and it was all these natural remedies all combined together that actually did it. And yeah. that's why I'm back up. Wow. I mean, yeah. like I'm, I'm here with you. There. Yeah, yeah exactly. You gave me the tingles. That's a good testament to just your body, giving it what it needs to heal doesn't always involve a big pharma. And I know we're trained to believe big pharma has all the answers and yeah. not to get too sciencey, but we know you're mothers are usually the first defense line or you yourself, you have to be your own advocate for yourself health wise. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. if you put a lot of trust in anyone, a hundred percent trust in anyone outside of your own like uh, intuition and what you, my body feels off. I don't know. You have to advocate for yourself because I feel like doctors like pushers sometimes. Well, I also think that the issue, one of the issues with Western medicine, and like I said, if I need to, I'm the first person to take an Advil and I, and I go to the doctor all the time and get my levels checked and everything. Mm. But I think one of the big issues with Western medicine today is that they wait until something's wrong to prescribe you medicine to just get you to be okay. They're not usually concerned with overall wellness. Right. We want to see more of the movement where people are saying, here's what you take so you don't get sick, so you don't get injured. And so you're operating at your optimal level. It's not normal to feel tired every day. It's not normal to feel puffy, groggy, inflamed, chronic pain, chronic disease, all of those pooping your brains out. I hear that from people a lot too. They're like, I have diarrhea every day. I'm like, that's not right. That's not normal. Isn't it? What is that called? That's a condition. It's like IBS. No, when you're pooping every day. No, no, no. IBS is when you can't poop. No, I mean, IBS is, is like diarrhea. It's diarrhea too. Bowel syndrome. It's like cramps. There's an inflammation. 
shit diarrhea. in your pants. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like diet, but you know, emotional gut health, that connection to your intestines is a very real thing. Yeah, you mess like, up your oh, yeah. gut and you're off for a while. That gut and flora. Cron- and all the big pharma messes up your gut every time. Whoa, Didn't mean to interrupt you. But no, like, oh, you're yeah. so right. And how many times you've taken like a yeast infection medication, I mean, or medication for and antibiotics and then you got a yeah. yeast infection. So I yeah. actually, after I had my exactly. daughter, my <laughs> stomach was messed up and I was getting sour stomach. Like every time I would eat and I'm like, this is just, Aww. and I was puffy and tired. And I'm like, there has to be something wrong. And I was, my brain obviously went to the worst possible place. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, what if I have like a tumor in my stomach or something, right? It's terrifying. It's not a tumor. (laughs) It's not a tumor. Um, I say that all the time and people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're like catch up (laughs) yeah uh so i go to this gastro doctor and he tests me and he's like all of your levels are fine you're not sick and i'm like i'm not crazy i know that it is not normal to have a stomach ache and feel lethargic and tired and puffy until five o'clock every day so i end up getting this food sensitivity test and I, I yeah, and I was, I was, I had sensitivities to like five or six things and they were random things like sunflower and sesame. And I cut these things out of my diet. The for, seed oils. They're, yeah. so oils. Yeah. They're so bad. They're and, so bad. They're so bad. And I like, I cut all of these things. I was a, a crazy person with checking the labels. I would not put it in my body unless I had access to the label. Right. Or, or, or I would check every single time I'd say, send out the chef, send out the manager. I need to know what it is in this. And I cut out these things and I felt better, like night and day difference. Yeah. And then after the 30 days, I go, oh, well, I'm just going to like see how I react to this. And I ate, you know, like granola with sunflower seeds mm-hmm. in it. Uh-oh. Immediately, like clockwork within 30 minutes, my Bloated. stomach went mm-hmm. and my eyes puffed up and I had like ra- like red marks, like very flushed and stuff. Yeah. So I go back to this wow. gastro doctor. Cause he gave me this medication and uh prescription medicine. And he's like, you know, you can just stay on this for the rest of your life. And I go, well, that doesn't seem like the best way <laughs> to do table. things. Yeah, and so I went back and I said, Hey, I took this food sensitivity test and I feel way better now. And he's, he's like, like, that doesn't work. That's what he said. He's like, well, I mean, I guess if you just want to avoid those foods for the rest of your life. And I'm like, yeah, but that's instead okay. I'm supposed to take medication. And, and the funny thing is, is they say allergies snapshot in time, right? You're supposed to get mm-hmm. your, your food sensitivities and your allergies test every seven years because they can change the way that a lot of these allergies and food sensitivities work is if you had a trauma like an accident Mm -hmm. or like a pregnancy Mm -hmm. or a delivery Mm -hmm. or or something even emotionally like a a depression ptsd PTSD, is what happens is like whatever you're eating at the time your body goes whoa that must have been what caused this we don't want to do that anymore and your body initiates an antibody response so there's igg and there's igb antibodies where you're, it's, it's almost like an, an immune reaction. It's an immune response. It's it's very similar to people that have Autoimmune. autoimmune conditions. So you can cut these things out. Once your body heals, you heal your gut and you go through the process of doing, you know, some detoxing, those, those allergies and those sensitivities can change. I still don't mess with sunflowers or sesame. Those are the two I still don't really touch, but there were three other things on there that like now I'm fine with. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me after the car accident. And I didn't know. I actually, um, Viome is one of those gut health tests. Mm -hmm. And I sat down with the head scientist, the lead scientist. She's so genius. And she was like, okay, when did your allergies start? Was it before or after your car accident? And I'm like, okay, crazy lady. That has nothing to do with it. And when I told her it was after, and then she was like, do you remember what prescription drugs you took and in what order? And after I named the first two, she goes, oh, there it is. Let me guess. Gluten, dairy, soy. I'm like, yeah. 
And yeah. she's like, those two together kill your gut. And that was it. You killed it. And I was like, oh my gosh, no one warned me. No you know? one, no yeah. one. And I think, um, you know, like as women, as you age, you get like, they call this this mommy tummy or your little fupa gets a little, <laughs> but, get, gets a little like, you know, they call it a fupa. You said it so regal, like fupa. They call it a fupa? Yeah. fupa? They call it a fupa. Oh yeah, it's is a fupa. An, is that, a, is that an, 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 like an acronym for something or is it's, that just? I think it's Spanish. All the, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood and they all yeah. said fupa. Yeah. Fupa. It's like, it's fupa. mommy tummy when, when it's like that curve that curves on the bottom and yeah. you're like, oh. like Isn't I, that just your uterus though? N- well, <laughs> you have a uterus before you become a mom. That's true. But, That's true. So, it, but it's like even that there is still people just resign. Like, oh, I had kids. I had this little tummy, and I was like, oh, I don't want the mom tummy. I don't want anyone. I don't. I don't want anything that shouldn't be big on my body. Big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, is there anything we can do? Is there anything I can do to fix it? And I did because I took a food sensitivity test, and also coupling the swabby one with the blood prick that you do yep. coupling that mm-hmm. with the pin prick at the doctor office. You mm-hmm. can get some pretty narrowed down results with yeah. what's high, what's low, what's moderate, like do both. I find that that was I like, love that. yeah, you know what ladies is so interesting that your tequila talks is like, I've gone through all these different things and different alcohols started affecting me differently. Like mm-hmm. I would get red in the face right away. I'd break out in hives. Tequila is still good. It's clean. It's, it's, it's clean. clean. It's good. No one's allergic to tequila. No one's That's allergic. True. To, no, you're only allergic to a good time if you're allergic to tequila. <laughs> well, mine was like, well, it's, it's funny that you say that because one of the things that came back on my sensitivity test was red grapes. And every time I had a glass of wine, I would break out into hives on my chest and my throat would get really itchy and my face would get so flushed. That's and sexy. it didn't, it didn't start. <laughs> yes. So sexy. My husband would come home from work and be like, yeah, look at that splotchy face girl. Give me some of that splotch. Like it got progressively <laughs> worse, but then I healed my gut and I did some natural allergy remedies. Like there's, there's this thing now where you can get hooked up to these wands and they program the frequency of what your body is reacting to. And they basically are reprogramming the frequency so that your body is more accepting of those things as opposed to wanting to be defensive against them. Well, now you're getting into an ancient Egypt medicine. It's witchery. Yo, it's, it's like all modern witchery. witchery. It's, it, well, all the ancient, witchery well, all witchy the stuff. Egyptian pyramids were here before that because they were here like in the fives, six hundreds. BC. Yeah. And so, you know, those at the top of the pyramids, if you open the top, I forgot what the top is called, which they do open. Isn't it just called the, the top? Tip. Nope. It is called a thing. <laughs> just the tip. Just the, t- just but the it's tip. But it's the top. Okay. And the inside it's, it's ridged like this. So all as they stack the pyramids and this one scientist in like 1960, just like saying a note and the p- people who were in the bottom, they were like, ouch, like, that like yeah and it and the they the said bottom. they felt it in their heads and oh. there and then there was a they used to say it was an altar at the bottom of each pyramid and then this scientist said that's not an altar this is a medicine bed oh. they would he- he- heal the bodies with actual frequency yeah. sound frequencies yeah. this is before the witches people yep i don't the know OG witches the, the ancient OG. egyptians were onto something egyptian witches yeah. it's almost like our bodies were created to be okay and perfect yeah 
and they're not completely flawed and so we naturally. Start yeah. Messing with yeah. them. And we start messing with them with modern chemicals. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden your body doesn't know what to do. This is why I always say check your labels even when you're eating your food, because you better believe if you're eating a bag of Doritos, it's going to mess with your brain chemistry, your gut chemistry, yeah. and yeah. Your, like, your endocrines. Yeah. We should not be having bright orange foods, unless it's a pumpkin. Unless it's a pumpkin. Yeah. Unless it's natural. Or Ooh, spooky socks. Stuff. Spooky socks. I know. We were in, we're in spooky season. Wait, I want to talk to you about your podcast. You're, you're a podcaster. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I'm a podcaster guys. Effect. I'm so freaking excited. Yeah. Arbor effect is starting soon. Um, in this month I had to drop it in spooky season. It's, it's part of the Love thing. It. Um, and I'd say it's like a late night show meets a podcast. So every yes. episode starts with a monologue on the topic that we're going on in going in on there we go Mm -hmm. and then uh oh tequila let's go yeah and then uh we have a break and then i bring on a guest and we talk about that topic so i grew up watching you know like johnny carson and i love like bill maher and i love like the og late night guys and i kind of want to bring that back again so yeah yeah. i love bill maher he makes so much sense bill maher right i know bill maher is interesting to me he makes sense sometimes to me. Oh, sometimes I think he makes sense all the time. I know so, because I I've been watching Bill Maher for a very long time. So I've okay. you know they say if you watch someone for too long, they'll eventually contradict themselves on things. So I, that's how long I listen to Bill Maher. You're He's also contradicted. To change your mind. I know based off of your yes. lived experience. I know, but I feel like sometimes he says things that are true in a micro sense, but in a macro, you know, because it makes something true. Like my kid only eats non-dairy. Yeah. All kids should be non-dairy. Well, that's probably not true. Certain kids have diseases where they can only eat, drink dairy for a certain vitamin and for certain nutrient. Mm. So there's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes micro things, when you put it on a macro level, it changes because everyone's perspective is not the same. Everyone's lived experience is not the same. That's why I say he's interesting. I agree with him some of the times because sometimes his experience is just not my experience. So when he talks about a subject, I'm like, well, you're a male, you're rich. So your perspective on that is going to be a little different from mine. Yeah, true. But I think he's true to his character. You know, that's what I think is fun for him. He's just, he is who he is all of the time. Yeah, so I he's, expect to get his perspective as that character on the world. Right. You know, I see what you're saying. So, track. but the Arbor effect, is this going to be, is this going to be what's going on in the world today with modern topics or like is it hot just topic. like stuff that you want to talk about in general? It's, it's both. So the first time I started putting out videos that went crazy viral, I just spent the most part of eight years in bed and I sat there and I just had to watch the world because I couldn't be in it. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay. If I could come back to life, what do I have to say? And what I noticed is most people are unhappy because they're full of shit. Yes. We yeah. lie to ourselves. We lie yes. to each other. Mm-hmm. So I went, okay, if I was actually going to go out and I didn't survive this car accident, what do I want the world to know? And I made a list of those things. And that's what I made my videos about for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And they went crazy viral and it was awesome. And now this time I need to take a step back and go again. Okay. It's, I don't know, seven years later, I think eight years later since I did that what is the world lying about now? What do we actually need to talk about and be honest, regardless of what people will say, hurt feelings, whatever, what is the truth about Mm -hmm. this topic, at least from my character perspective? Yeah. Yeah, So each episode I'm going in on, not just like a hot topic, not like a a TMZ type news cycle thing, but Mm -hmm. something like big pharma. Yeah. What's the truth on that? 
why do all these kids have freaking allergies suddenly? Mm-hmm. You know, like all these well, different kinds of topics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, me too. You know, big pharma, they're probably one of the biggest and here in America. They're one of the biggest lobby lobby group next to sugar and tobacco. Tobacco yeah. is actually third and it goes mm. big pharma and, and sugar kind of trade off in terms of how they influence and give to yeah. our Congress and Senate money. Yep. So yeah, big pharma, 60% of the American economy is I think pharmaceutical based. I'm talking about like stock market. Mm-hmm. Most of the bar money is 60% in big pharma. I mean, they run the world. They do. They really I do. Saw the, I saw the stats on it recently and, and there was wild. 80, so I believe it was, it was either 70 or 80 million prescriptions for ADHD drugs were given out in America last year. Nope. For some reason, ADHD has become something that only affects America. Only Americans. Like, and, you know, weird. I have read yeah. a ton of research on this and I am not oversimplifying here. Don't say that I'm Bill Maring it here, but <laughs> there are, there's a direct correlation between the artificial colors and flavors and preservatives that are put in our food that are illegal everywhere else in the world. Yeah. Even and Canada, where I'm even from. Canada, even yeah. in Canada. Yep. Canada, Europe, UK. And Canada. there's a reason they, they have direct links and proof that, for example, red dyes, artificial red dyes are directly linked to ADD and ADHD. 100%. Now, does mm. that mean that like just eating a red candy at the age of two, bam, makes you ADD? No. 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 But... I'm not even saying that they necessarily know that that's what the root cause of it is, but it certainly aggravates the symptoms and it certainly yep. makes things worse. And it it could be causing it. Long-term exposure to these chemicals could be what's causing it. Well, I, I like, mean, I said this before, you know, you, a kid eats sugar. Is the sugar going to give you a little bit of an energy burst? Yeah. Sure. But the crazy kids that you see running around and flipping they, around they're and eating Skittles, on, a bag of Skittles. You see a kid eat a bag of Skittles. And they watch have a monster energy drink in their freaking sippy cup. I've seen parents do that and then hand their kids some Ritalin. I've seen this with my eyes. I think and then it's insane. like, isn't it cool to keep us all drugged and arguing about politics all the and time. things that don't matter mm-hmm. so that we don't actually see what's happening. 100%. So we're going to talk about I mean, all of that stuff. On the I love that. Look, we can, I can go forever and ever on the big pharma kids, you know, microdosing your kid, basically like cocaine every day with the amount of sugar in the American kids mm-hmm. It's Doritos for the kids. Oh, yeah. Doritos for lunch, snack pack, a little uh, gummies, some little gummy pack of mm-hmm. fruit roll up. And then like, an apple. And I'm like, what do you think the kid's going to choose? Yeah. Like the apple or the Skittles, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do think natural sugars and all that stuff is where we like to land with our daughters is they, they are very, very clean. My daughter just had, um, one of the moms took her and got her a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, <gasps> not latte, uh, with, oat, with oat milk, which I don't even drink oat milk anymore. So she got her no, steamed oat milk. Don't get with me pumpkin. started on oat milk. I know steamed oat milk with <laughs> pumpkin, with pumpkin spice pump. Skylar was like, it was so disgusting. She was like, I, it was so sweet. I couldn't even drink it. And the mom was like, she didn't even drink it. It was a treat. And I'm like, oh, we, she doesn't drink. Well, it's conditioning. Like like you, you add sugar to your diet and you need more. You take away sugar and you, and you need less. I'm writing that down. Don't get me started on oat milk because that's so funny. I would wear that as a t-shirt. Yes. Oh, well, Cassandra is an anti, you know, all the activism lately, you know, Cassandra's the number one anti-activist for oat milk. Um, Can I tell you a quick story on it? Of course you can. I heard probably awesome people like you talking about oat milk and I know the seed oils that are in it. I did an experiment on myself starting in June. So I always burn. I've always burned. I burn in the sun. I'm that white girl. And I took out all seed oils starting in June. 
I was out in the sun without sunscreen or like just minimal here and there, no burn. I was so tanned. My parents were like, we haven't seen you this tan mm -hmm. since you were camp counselor in high school and really? outside in the sun all day, every day for months. And I didn't yeah. burn. You think, Nothing. you think the seed oils were causing you to chemically react to the sun? Yes. Ooh. I had read about that and then I'm like, I'm testing it. And then I didn't. And I just had like a killer tan on my whole body that usually if I got a tan, it would kind of come off, like exfoliate off the yeah. top layer. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It like went right through. And I was like, olive all summer. No I spray tan. It. I believe it. Well, yeah. That's another thing too, is, is the sun is so villainized now. Right. And it's actually our best source of energy and detoxification. Yeah, vitamin D is the one supplement that doesn't work. You can take a vitamin D supplement, but it's not going to do anything for you. You're not going to, your body's not going to be able to absorb it. You're going to pee it out. You have yeah. to get in the sun mm. and naturally process that vitamin D. A supplement's not going to, isn't going to do anything. Isn't it wild I, that we even have to say this? Yes. It isn't is. it wild that they convinced us the sun is evil? Yeah, it's, cra it's crazy. Everyone's like, you know, I mean, I put sunblock, a very healthy sunblock on my daughter's face. Um, we don't we want need, wrinkles. None of us do. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, girl, you're gonna, she's like, it got in my mouth today. And it, my lunch tasted like some of this sun. I'm like, it's non-toxic. You'll be fine. <laughs> but it's like, you know, the beauty aspect of, you know, protecting your face from wrinkles and sunspots, you know, we definitely don't want any of those. So I yeah. do agree in some, some like 15, 30, you know, and now, you know, for African-Americans, it, it was always told you guys are protected from the sun because you have a lot of melanin and yeah. no, my aunt's have 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 cancers removed um cancerous moles from their body i mm -hmm. get my mole scanned and my doctor said that's the biggest misconception because now with the ozone wow. layer gone the sun is actually stronger so he was like i would say a mild you, you don't need a 50 sunblock a 15 is enough to protect you from um if you're gonna be in the sun all day like at the beach i'm in the yeah. camp that you should only be using sunscreen if you don't have a refuge from the sun. So like if you were going to be out somewhere where you were going to be in the sun all day, then yes, you should probably be putting something on. But you, this whole, like you have to wear sunscreen every single day to just like mm. walk outside. No. I don't agree with that no. at all. I think it's really interesting too, because there's, I'm kind of like, you know, I see both sides to the breast milk argument, but one thing that they know is that breast milk doesn't really have vitamin D in it. So mm. It's like, hold on, Western doctors of medicine. You're going to sit here and say that breast milk is the perfect food, but you still have to supplement with vitamin D and put the drops in your yeah. kids. Or give your, your kids, kids some sun. Yeah. Well, but that's, but that's my point. Mm -hmm. is Don't that, you do that? That's abuse. Do you really <laughs> no, think that? Absolutely like, not. So true. nature's perfect food, breast milk just happens to be missing a key ingredient. No, it's because vitamin D supplements don't work. And you know where your baby just gets vitamin D eventually from I'm not saying just park them out in the sun, right. but you're even getting some vitamin D just like playing outside yeah. as a kid. Yeah. It's nature's way to Have say, you seen what they do yeah. to Russian babies? No. Have you guys seen that thing? No. It's kind of it? genius. They've done it for like centuries. They, when a baby is born in Russia, they have row upon row of outside in winter and cold. They just bundle the babies right up, put them in hats and have their faces exposed and put them out in the sun. So if they're exposed to cold, they can build their immune system right away and mm -hmm. they're getting vitamin D right away. Yeah. So it's like the nursery, they put yeah. them, they rotate like them on outside. A, on a, like the Hershey's chocolate factory, like on a belt. Yeah. And yeah. Like taking them out and around. I, I would like that as a new mom. Yeah. Take the baby in the sun, please. Put them on the, on the electric conveyor belt. It's a great idea. Yeah. They look cozy. 
I, yeah. <laughs> look, I, I love the sun. I think, as I said last time, everyone looks better in the sun. Everyone looks a little sun-kissed. I love a glow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I think the sun is not as evil. Look, everything in moderation. How about that? Yeah. I, I Listen, I'm what not saying except for, except for red dye yourself. and Doritos. Like, except yeah. for red dye and Doritos. We don't have any You time. just don't need those at all. Yeah. They're not real ingredients. No, they're not. They're no. not. They're chemicals. Yeah. Well, before we wrap it up, mm-hmm. I would like to know, just because you are a Halloween enthusiast, and this yes. can be, I would, I would like a favorite funny or like a funny Halloween story or Halloween prank or Halloween something. Ooh. Cause like, if you love it this much, yeah, you're, you're super active and uh, into the Halloween season. So like what you had to have a, some favorite moments. Yes. And can you reveal to us your Halloween costume? Okay. I can do that. So the costumes are very important. I'm like, I'm on the spot now with the stories and I'm sure I have so many and I'll think about them later. Yes. But like, for the costumes, I'm doing multiples. Like I, okay. I have a, I get a wardrobe of costumes ready to go. So okay. I have Phoenix from X Men as oh, one. She was my she, favorite. She rises from the dead, mm-hmm. uh, like I did. Yeah. Um, and then a second one, I'm going to be the Statue of Liberty because I'm a gift from another country to America. Oh, I like <laughs> I'm ridiculous. I love and that. then. I've always wanted to be Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. You kind of, has anyone ever told you you look a little bit like her? Yeah. Yeah. I've totally gotten that. Got it. Okay. Like throughout my life, I've gotten that at random spots. That's like one of the people I get sometimes. Okay. Those are like my three for this year. And actually my favorite was I was wearing all white and like a puffy, you know, those like sexy, slutty, poofy, almost tutu skirts. Yes. Solid white, put on a veil and I got all these trophies from the dollar store and vintage stores. And I strapped them all over myself. And I was a trophy wife in LA. And I thought it was very funny. That's like, accurate I thought out I was here. Funny. That's yeah. actually very, you were like, you were cosplaying wives. Being all of you. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think my favorite that I did was recently. I mean, I have a lot of them, but I'm just in the, in the post kid era. My, my daughter insisted on being Belle and she's like, I be Belle, you be the beast. She was insisted. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, could I, can I not be like, who, who's the, the Mrs. Flume? Yeah. The dustbuster. And she's like, no mom, you the beast. And I'm like, okay. Oh, uh, fine kid. No, I, oh, <laughs> it was amazing though. It was one of my better costumes yeah. because I did like beast. Makeup oh, I remember that one. Horns, yeah. And I got the, like, I had to buy the little boys beast jacket. <laughs> and instead oh of wearing gosh. a vest, I bought a yellow corset. And I got like the, you know, like the knee high socks and I did my hair all like crazy and beast like, yeah. and I'm doing a similar hairstyle this year. I'm very excited about it. Oh, oh, but you're not I'm telling just, us, huh? Okay. That's I fine. So. You're yeah. not, you're I just not popped out some of mine, whatever. I yeah. know. <laughs> She's rude. I'm not rude. <laughs> I, I love an entrance. I love a surprise. I get it. My costume is not together exactly yet. I am starting. I have a starting point, not an ending point. Okay. So I'm not, it, it started off as like a pterodactyl. And what? then it's like a sexy, ter- yeah, it's a sexy Tara, probably mermaid. Cause my daughter was like, what if a pterodactyl was a mermaid? I'm like, I kind of like that. A Tara mermaid. So you're going to be a mermaid from a the waist mermaid. down, but you're going to have wings. I'm going to have these things that hook over and they're like pterodactyl claws. So, you know, they have four. So one and then two, and then down here is like a mermaid skirt. Do you know what a pterodactyl is? A pterodactyl is the dinosaur. 
that has wings. That has wings. Sorry. What's the other? <laughs> You're thinking Velociraptor? Velociraptor. Okay. <laughs> but even then, they only have two hands. They don't have four arms. Well, it doesn't matter, guys. Like being I said. Inventive. <laughs> being inventive. inventive. You know yeah, what? It's a good go. thing that we're sorting this out. Starting out the kinks now. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not a... <laughs> yeah. what, what am I not? I'm not I'm a pterodactyl. Really I am a velociraptor. Velocal mermaid. Velocal mermaid. mermaid. Thank you for yeah. clearing that up for me, guys. This is You're why welcome. I love you guys. Why I'm here. You know what? We're just figuring out life problems here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just... have to put one more in now. Like, now I have to add one more costume. I'll do yeah. four okay. things in a row for sure. Or like a midnight change. I'm all about that. Ooh, I have like a that. second. Uh, it's not a costume. It's a look. Ooh. I have a second, like a Halloween look. Is it like a no. normal look? Mm, it requires a lot of face paint. So I'm not going to say normal. What about body paint? Are you going to be one of those body painted girls? I've done that before. Ooh, it takes forever. I've, I've done it in I've patches. done full body paint. So yeah. I was a zebra yeah, once. And instead Ooh. of doing full body paint, I did like little patches mm-hmm. on like my chest, my arm, my stomach. I just did little like four by four patches. And it was mm. really cute, actually. You, so, you were naked? Fun. Were you naked? I wasn't naked. I had on like um, a bodysuit. No, I, I guess it would be the equivalent. It was like a swimsuit top, a zebra top. And then I wore black okay. leggings with um, knee-high leather boots, like my hooves. And then I Hot. did a mohawk. And I, put, I had a little tail. And, you know. Was, like, very, I want to be a zebra. It was a very 20, like this is when you run around in 20s in Hollywood. In Hollywood, man. You're not wearing a ton of clothes. but you, No, it's yeah, like yeah. slutty everything. Yeah. Slutty doctor, yeah, slutty nurse. It, I wouldn't say that I was a slutty Oh my zebra. gosh, guys. I went to like one of those playboyish type parties and everyone's like going to be the sluttiest of the sluttiest of the sluttiest. Mm-hmm. So I went as pizza. Yeah. I was a slice of pizza yeah. and I loved it. Which, and you know, all those bitches hate months. So they were probably like, give me that slice of pizza. <laughs> trying to eat yeah. me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not into it. No, you, you ended up being extra sexy. You're walking by the girls are salivating. They're like salivating. Like, damn, she's hot. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Literally. Hey, it was ridiculous. And my friend was a taco and we're walking around this party where everybody's naked. It was, we were a hit, honestly. I love People it. are just hungry. I like going against the grain sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have to wrap it up. Nicole, yes. thank you for joining. Thank you. Thanks for having me, you crazy witches. I know. Witches. Uh, We're going to cheers and check out the Arbor Effect. Coming out soon. And we're so happy to have you on. Thanks for chatting with us. Thanks for chatting. Everybody else. Click subscribe. Do all the things. We're going to link Nicole. Yep. We're going to link Nicole's page. And if her podcast is out by this time, this comes out her link, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And where to search her at. And our super spooky margarita. And our super spooky margarita. I can't wait to try that. Uh, yes. Till next time, guys. Alrighty. Alright. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.